0: Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia-tinted glasses, and decide, is the game good by today's standards, and is it worth the price of admission? We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm your host joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what did we get into today?
1: Today, we played Castlevania for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Castlevania is the story of one man's quest to enjoy all the finest cuisines on Earth. There's just one problem. The evil Count Dracula has stolen all the pork chops in Transylvania and hidden them in the walls of his castle. Okay. (laughs) That's really? Well, this is the thing. There's no story whatsoever in the game itself. There's a tiny bit of story in the manual. And, you know, I kind of just had to put the pieces together myself. Oh, okay. So him just walking up to the gate of Dracula's castle didn't do it for you. It doesn't ever even <laughs> say <laughs> Dracula anywhere in the game. Even in the manual, it calls him the count. Um, I he think... could literally just be the count from Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: in the Japanese version of this game, he, Dracula is in the title.
1: Yes, it's called Dracula's Demon Castle, something like that. Yeah. Or Dracula the Demon Castle. I don't know, Dracula's Satanic Castle or some, something. Well, that's something. what that's what the the Nintendo of America thought it was translated as, which is why they tra- changed it cuz they didn't want to have mm-hmm. anything with yeah. Satan in it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure that Dracula's Demonic Castle would have been any more palatable, but (laughs) who knows? Castlevania is a way cooler name, and I'm glad that they changed it.
0: Well, it's like Contra. It's just it's a cooler name than whatever Probotector or
1: whatever. No, Probotector (laughs) is way cooler. I mean, Contra's fine. I think it's the Spanish word for against. (laughs) Really? I don't know. It's been been over a decade since I took a Spanish class. It's been over a decade since we covered that game.
0: (sighs) I feel like that's not true. It literally, It can't be true. No. <laughs> We've only been a podcast for about three years now. Yeah. Good old Castlevania. Uh, so this game, Jordan, it's a little bit of
1: fun. Konami. Yes, yeah. Developed and published by Konami. I mean, generally just speaking, like, I'm coming into this without any knowledge of Castlevania. This is my very first time ever even like, yeah. seeing the game played. And, that's insane to me. Yeah. I don't know how, cause I didn't, as I was looking up stuff for this, like there's like 900 uh, Castlevania yeah. games, but I don't know. Yeah. I just, I figured it's Konami. It's gotta be good. Right?
0: Yeah. Well, the vast majority I, f- I feel, this probably is not true, but this is how I feel. Uh, I feel like the vast majority of people who grew up with an NES, like if they didn't have Castlevania, they were familiar. They knew somebody with Castlevania. Well, like obviously I've heard of Castlevania. I before. know, but I'm saying like most people played this game who played NES growing up. I feel like that's kind of like most people played Contra. Like most people did,
1: right? Yeah. We had Contra, right? but I don't know if like Castlevania was maybe a little bit too scary. We were little kids. Yeah. Like this would have given me nightmares probably as a kid. Also it doesn't have co-op. So maybe. Yeah. Maybe no, we, yeah, that's true. Pretty much all of our games, most of our games that we like bought, not the ones that were like hand-me-downs or garage sale picks were like multiplayer. Cause there was four of us. Yeah.
0: And, and another, it's sort of, um, thing that's similar to Contra to me about this one is like the NES version there's a bunch of versions of this game like an MSX version that's like pretty it's like the same but not like there's more exploration and stuff. Oh you're talking about Vampire Killer? Yeah I'm talking about Vampire (laughs) Did you do your research Jordan? Oh I read the Wikipedia page. I'm impressed I'm impressed Did we do the same research?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I read two Wikipedia pages.
0: Did you type Castlevania into Google and just click the first link?
1: As you do (laughs) Oh, I man. am an expert on Castlevania now. <laughs> you throw out something, I'm gonna, I'm gonna know exactly what you're talking about. I've gone from total, like, neophyte to absolute expert in the span of 24 hours. <laughs> well done. Me too.
0: Me too. <laughs> um, but anyways, I feel like, and I didn't do a ton of like looking at the other versions of this, but it's like when you, when you say Castlevania One or whatever, people probably are thinking of the NES version almost exclusively, right? Uh, or the first
1: season of the Netflix show that seems to be wildly popular. <laughs> it's it's good. It's good. That's a good I've show. i heard that. It's kind of funny yeah. to me. I saw the first season had four episodes. Yeah. They really committed to making that show. I think show. it was more than that. <laughs> no, it was, it was four. The second one had eight, and then the third one had ten. I don't know about the fourth, yeah, final I mean, season. But they were just like, oh, people actually like this. We can make more than four episodes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was a gamble. Kind of like people, it's almost like
0: Nintendo isn't pouring enough resources into the Switch Online service because they're like, oh, people kind of like these retro... It's like, what are you talking about? Like, this is a huge thing. Like, pour more resources into this Nintendo. Like, please, this is what we want. So the Castlevania series on Netflix, like, maybe people will like this. It, I think that... Uh, did you ever see the, like, fan film? Uh Like, it was like a rated R Power Rangers fan film. No, absolutely There's not. There's some, like, YouTube thing where this, like... I forget the guy's name.
1: Oh, oh, oh! Yes, and it was like really violent. Yes, and he was like using it as a pitch to like try to make it a real thing.
0: I don't know if he was using it as a pitch, but I think he had something to do with the Castlevania series on Netflix. Okay,
1: now that you're saying and this, he's like my some, brain is yeah. like uncovering something. I yeah, think he's like right—a
0: director or a producer, or like a special effects guy in Hollywood, yeah. with like some actual skills to like make something like this happen. And so I think that that is why Castlevania ended up being like as good as it is, is because somebody who was really passionate about it was like involved in it. But
1: Adi Shankar, that sounds, uh, yes, that sounds like, no, wait, that's no, wait, maybe power dash Rangers is an American superhero fan, short film directed and co-written by Joseph Kahn and produced by Adi Shankar. Yeah. I think that's the guy. I think he has something to do with the, the Netflix How's your Google doing? Oh, this is the guy. Yeah, this is the guy. You're so right. He's best (laughs) known for Dread, Castlevania, and his bootleg universe. Gotcha. Which includes stuff like uh, The Punisher, Venom, Power Rangers. Man, look at that. Just back there in the recesses of your brain creases. You pulled that one right out. So
0: if you ever think that worth it or worthless, we are just talking out of our rear ends. We usually are, but sometimes it's like it's in there. There's a little kernel of truth. Yes, there's something in there. Hiding deep in there. You know, it's like, I think the NES version of Castlevania is the only. I think the other versions are bad. I don't know. I didn't just take my word for it. For me, the definitive
1: (laughs) Castlevania game has to be Castlevania. For the N sixty
0: four, I don't know anything about that game. Although I just found out about it today. I feel like a couple people on our Discord like a month, month and a half ago. Like I feel like two or three people were like Castlevania sixty four, picked
1: it up, and but they were excited about it. Yeah, but this is the thing about retro collectors. Every day somebody posts something like that, and <laughs> it's the most well, not random a, games. Not on our Discord. Not but, every yes, day. It, like what? It was somebody picked up yesterday. Like I don't know something weird and obscure. Okay. Yeah, that's that's very specific. The McDonald's game. No.
0: Nobody's picked that up, I would remember. Okay. I need to add that to my collection. Uh, we are we're fully in the weeds. We, we are. We are
1: off the beaten path. Castlevania is a video game. Supposedly. Yeah. They made a bunch on NES. Three on NES. A bunch. <laughs> one for Super Nintendo, one for Sega Genesis, and then a whole bunch of Game Boy. Game I, I Boy don't know Vegas. if a whole bunch... Uh, <laughs> a PlayStation game that reinvented the genre? Uh, yeah, a genre. Well, it didn't, like, it, it made, it... It reinvented a franchise. It reinvented but the franchise and helped found a genre. It, yes, it co-created a genre with Super Metroid. Known as? Metroid Castlevanias. Metroid Metroidvanias. <laughs> which is very different from Hemroidvania. Uh, which you don't want to play okay all right i'll take your word for that
0: uh can uh, all right i got some fun facts jordan can okay we talk about these fun facts yeah <laughs> before we get further out in the weeds castlevania uh this game originally famicom disc system september 26th 1986 is when it came out in japan uh we got this one in north america in may of 1987 on the nes all right uh, and then the PAL region got it, uh, December of 1988. Um, so like a year and a half after we did. And then there was another release on a Famicom cartridge in 1993. Um, wow. and that game actually had an easy
1: mode built into it.
0: Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah, it is interesting. I was like, what is that about?
1: Um, now the Japanese technical. versions are included on the Konami castlevania collection i wonder if that has the easy mode on it i'll have to to go check that yeah
0: yeah i like that they do that yeah
1: um
0: i played a little bit well i played like one playthrough and didn't kill dracula on the nes cart and then i did like another playthrough on the switch collection yeah konami collection um i like those collections they have the japanese version you get contra with the cutscenes if you want yeah um that collection also has Kid Dracula on it, which is a game we never got there's here. There's a whole bunch of games yeah, on Yeah, and I think it's translated into English for the first time or something. There's, like, there's some good stuff on these collections. Yeah. So if you don't have the Konami uh, Contra and Castlevania collection, and they also have like an arcade collection with some shoot 'em ups
1: Yeah, that was a little bit less iconic of yeah, a collection, it looked yeah. like. But. If you want
0: to play Salamander...
1: Yeah, that's a throwback <laughs> to way back when we covered Life Force, aka yeah. Salamander. Yeah. Um, but
0: yeah, so, anyways, to your point, yes, we should fire up the Japanese release of Castlevania and see if it's got that easy mode and see what's different about it. Yeah. Because I feel like it being in Japanese probably is still fully playable. I mean, I don't, there's like almost no text there's, in the game. That's true. There's almost <laughs> no text in the game. So it, it says just... score and player, and I think that's about it, other than maybe the credits. You don't even get player, it's just P. Uh, I think it's says player. Oh, maybe. I think I you're know. just
1: wrong. All right, could be. As usual. Uh,
0: Jordan, the director wanted the players to feel like they were in a classic horror film.
1: Yeah. Very cinematic
0: yeah. feeling. Mm-hmm. You got the bosses. You got Frankenstein. You got Grim Reaper. Oh, the
1: mummy man? <laughs> the mummy man men. That's what it's... It's just yeah. mummy man in the, in the... Well, why are there two? In the manual. I don't know. The manual's got some weird translations. It calls Dracula the Count, the mummy man... It calls the thing that's obviously wall chicken, it calls it pork chops, <laughs> which is why I mentioned that in the intro.
0: Yeah. I don't know that it's like, it looks like the, like a Flintstones, like cartoon, like piece of meat with a bone hanging out of it or something. Right. You know, it's like a yeah. caricature. I don't know that I've ever seen a piece of pork <laughs> with a cartoon bone hanging out of it. No. no. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh Jordan, the release of Castlevania, uh I believe the NES version coincided with the ninetieth anniversary of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Ooh.
1: Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Yeah. Um I did hear that some of the later games in this series, like I think maybe the third one, like straight up ripped off some plot points from Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh
0: I think that sounds familiar, yeah. Um it's interesting. I think I guess it makes sense because if you're gonna try to put somebody inside of like an old horror movie yeah um instead of just using the character Dracula it's like well let's bring in all of these other elements
1: um of classic vampire lore they have that in the credits too like they used all like a bunch of the names in the credits are like people from old school horror films would just change a little bit like instead of yeah. bella lugosi they had bello lugosi and instead of boris Karloff, it had boris Karloffis.
0: yeah well one of the things that i was reading was part of the reason that they didn't put names in the credits could have been because konami didn't want people to hire their developers
1: and there goes our
0: trivia question <laughs> for the day <laughs> dan knew it i knew it well can't stump me yeah <laughs> I'm sure you'll think of something else maybe we'll see <laughs> although I, I do wonder if that's true because if you think about like the late 80s or whatever like how would you know
1: that like LinkedIn didn't exist you couldn't just yeah like, no you go and read the the credits of a video game and be like yeah. oh Shigeru Miyamoto I'll go look up that guy in the white pages and see <laughs> see if he'll take my money instead of somebody uh, else's money man I yeah. So yeah, no. That's good what enough. I read. It said that the the Konami used fake names to prevent other companies from stealing their employees. Uh, but isn't there something else? I'm trying to
0: think. Maybe it is Castlevania. But I thought I feel like there was another game where this happened, where they were using like pseudonyms or something. Uh, yeah, it was, it was probably Konami. an
1: industry practice for a while. Yeah. It's like, well, why do we need to give these developers any credit? <laughs> right. What are they? What are they good for? They made a phenomenal like. The thing that is really interesting to me about that is that the composer for this game of the soundtrack who made a phenomenal soundtrack. Uh, yeah. Like you think that they would like want to give props to the fact that she as a woman like did this when yeah. it's like a majority men industry right and then they call her like james banana (laughs) they didn't even bother giving her a female name to like acknowledge the fact that she made this incredible soundtrack but it's like no you're gonna be a dude's name it's like okay
0: it's very weird it's very weird uh now jordan simon belmont like that's a fine name it's 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 all right oh you mean simon belmondo Well, that's what they called him in the credits, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Originally, Simon Belmont was going to be called Peter Dante. He was the grandson of Christopher Dante. Now, does Peter Dante ring have the same ring to it as Simon Belmont, which sounds more like a? Because I saw Peter Dante and I was like, I don't
1: know. Well, okay. So if you if you know your your Bible, Simon Peter. So you know they just, okay. they just took his. I was thinking Dante's Inferno Well, Dante. yeah, yeah. But you're going with the first name. I'm just going with the first names, you know, Simon. Okay. And he becomes Peter. I, I And don't his know. dad, you said his name is dad's name was Christopher. His grandfather. His grandfather was Christopher, yeah. a little bit on the nose. Christ. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. I see okay, I see. So
1: you could tell they were, you know, they were. they were fishing in okay. that well. Okay. I kinda like Simon Belmont. It's a little bit less on the nose. Yeah. Okay. All right. Peter Dante. Yeah.
0: Peter Dante just doesn't have the same, like, I don't know. He no. doesn't sound, but then again, like Maybe Simon Belmont. Maybe it would Belmont, have been yeah. iconic,
1: just, but it doesn't feel that way because they changed the name. Yeah. Another weird thing, they don't have, his name is not in the manual. His name is not in the game. I don't think like, how do we even know that his name is Simon Belmont? Uh, that's a good question. That sounds like a trivia question. Yeah, I I didn't find anything. Maybe in the Japanese manual they have more stuff. Probably. We just got the the English translation and it has lots of weird stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Jordan, other items were planned for the game originally, like garlic, wooden stakes, and items that transformed the player into a werewolf.
1: I did see that. That would have been interesting, but also would have changed the game a lot. Yeah. The werewolf part, not so much the garlic and wooden stakes. Well, I'm not super
0: familiar with Castlevania Three, but I believe uh, you can turn into a bat in that game. A bat. Oh, I, think, okay. I think he can play as Alucard, and I think he turns into a bat. Oh. So okay. I think, you know, Alucard, son of Dracula. Yeah. Dracula spelled backwards. You got to love that. It's
1: his son. Um. <laughs> Which apparently they also took from an old timey horror movie. Yes. Yes.
0: Some, they took it from somewhere. They were taking stuff from books, they were taking stuff from movies. They were just like, let's make a thing. That's like a bunch of things.
1: And then it becomes people's idea of something. Yep. It's like the old saying goes, good artists borrow, great artists steal.
0: (laughs) That is an old saying. (laughs) It is. Uh, Jordan, that's all my fun facts.
1: All right. That's a lot of fun facts. But I think it's appropriate because it is a series with a lot of history. And so if you're like me and you haven't ever experienced that history, now you have a little bit of knowledge. And if you're Mm -hmm. like Dan and you – are a Castlevania Master? Well, now you've just had a nice little refresher course. Easy there, easy there. All right. I think,
0: so I streamed this game my way through. Oh, playthrough yeah, point. It, just point. There are a lot of people out there know that I am not Castlevania That's true. Master. There's video evidence of your lack of mastery. Although, in short order, I will be a Castlevania Master. Okay. I'm going to stick with the, this one until I can beat it without dying. That
1: sounds like an admirable goal. Yep, yep, we'll see, we'll see. All right, let's get into what the game did about. Well. Let's. So we've touched on this a little bit already, but I think that it has to be said that a big part of what makes this game so great is the ambience, both the music okay. and the design. I did read that the they purposely wanted to make the game feel very cinematic, mm-hmm. and I think that they did a good job of that. Not so much with like cutscenes or anything, but just you have the spooky backgrounds mm-hmm. and you have the spooky music, and everything really pushes the theme along nicely. Nothing feels too cheesy or overdone. It doesn't like take itself way too seriously. I think it's just a a very good mix of everything.
0: Yeah. I also have the world and the vibe written down Yeah, and it's just like, it's, it's very much this like, okay, we're throwing all of these elements into these, like, you know, these classic horror movie things, but it doesn't feel out of place for the most part. It's almost like, I mean, it is a little bit, you know, goofy that Frankenstein and the mummies are here but at the same time they don't necessarily feel like they detract um it's almost just like an all-star horror thing it's like a best of horror inside of a video game and it and they somehow make it work
1: it's kind of like what they tried to do in zombies ate my neighbors but in that game it feels very like forced and on the nose which is Mm -hmm. fine because that game is like supposed to be kind of over the top but in this game it's a little bit more subdued and everything like you don't like question like why are these things here because it just seems to fit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but the 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 levels and everything like that, I think that they all kind of feel like yeah, you're you're trans, you're, you're you're traveling through this weird castle place thing and it and it kind of is like this rundown environment. Um, and I think if I think it suits the uh, the
1: the what they were going for pretty well. I I do have to question why Simon decided to go to the spooky castle at night instead of, you know, during the day. But, you know, you do you. Vampires, Jordan. Do you know how vampires work? Yeah, you you go during the day when they're sleeping, and then you don't have to fight them. You just kill them. Well, Open up the shades. Boom, they're done. Okay. I mean, sure, if you want to oversimplify things. Take one of your little bomb things, blow a hole in the wall. Boom, he's gone.
0: Yeah, I feel like um, I read dracula a long time ago but the the for some reason
1: daytime wasn't really like a big thing we were like let's go get dracula they didn't have the di- they daytime. didn't have daytime back then i don't think so okay I well i mean so. we have made a lot of progress since then so <laughs> just thinking if it was me i'd go to the spooky castle during the daytime
0: yeah you also mentioned the music jordan i have a, a specific point about the music make it so good it this, is. This is so good the yeah. music it's it, surprise surprise konami
1: yeah making a good NES soundtrack. As they do. As they do. Even like not even just the music, but even the sound effects are good. Like yeah. everything, I was just like, man, they really had great sound design. They really had great soundtrack. Um, you just start into the game and you have that iconic yes. theme song, and you're like, oh my goodness, just nailed it out of the park.
0: Yeah, and this is a silly thing, but it hit me right in the nostalgia feels. The pause sound. Yeah. The, it's That's just saying, such a, the sound effects are it's good. Such too. a classic Konami pause sound. I was just like, oh man. So, when we got into this game, I was just like, oh, this game sounds great. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I was talking uh, with a, a few people on stream, including you, trying to like rank like NES soundtrack, like what companies had the soundtracks that were the best on the NES. And for me personally, I was like, is it Nintendo? Is it Konami? And then I think I settled on Nintendo, Konami, Capcom as my top three NES soundtracks.
1: Yeah. And I think you said Konami better than Nintendo. This is the thing. I think like as a purely songwriting thing, like I, I go with Konami. Yeah. But Nintendo definitely has the more iconic, memorable melodies. Yes. So Nintendo is a little bit more simplistic, but more memorable, which yeah. is not a bad thing. Like that's, that's a... Uh, People always like give pop music a hard time, but like yeah. if you can write something that that's that that catchy, yeah. that takes a lot of skill. So like I give Nintendo that the catchiness yeah. side of things. Okay. But you listen to Konami and they just have so many layers yeah. of things going on, and there's like a lot more depth and a lot uh, more shreddy. Like, yeah, cool it's a stuff, different yeah. different style. Yeah. So they're both great. It just depends on what you're looking for. But yeah, Castlevania soundtrack, iconic, good, great, great. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. All right. My second thing that really stood out to me and what this game does well is that it is difficult. Don't get me wrong. This game is difficult, but I appreciate that it's beatable. So many NES games are difficult (laughs) and not beatable. And this game, like me, if you've listened to our podcast, you know that I suck at platformers. I'm actually just bad at NES games in general, pretty much. But this game has a very generous continue and checkpoint system. You never will run out of lives. You can keep trying over and over. Yeah. It's pretty generous on the checkpoints on where it brings you back to life, where it gives you enough of the level to gather enough resources to like make an attempt. Yeah. But it doesn't put you so far back that you're playing the entire level or section of the game again. And also, like, I felt like you, where when I first started playing the game, it was hard and I sucked. But as you start to learn the the patterns of the enemies and learning like the tricks to each boss it becomes way more manageable yeah
0: um i also have the continue system as something that this game does well and i think the way that the game is broken down is it's six levels of three stages per level yeah and so when you die you go back to the beginning of a level but or when you lose all your lives, you go back to the beginning of a level. When you yeah. die, you go back to the beginning of a stage. Yeah, which, which is, is fine. a weird thing, but um, and then yeah, unlimited continues, which is fantastic um, and much needed in this game because it's it's if you are not familiar with Castlevania and you're like I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: go check that game out. Yeah, it sounds like a cool game. It's gonna be a rough go. At first. Yeah. It's not a pick up and play and you're amazing at it right off the bat. Although they do a good job where the first level is like yeah. doable. You're not going to get thrown way too many curves in the first level. So, And I do appreciate the fact that when you have to continue, it takes you all the way back to the beginning of the level because sometimes you realize like I do need to play more than just a stage yeah. to gather enough hearts or whatever. Like I'm not being able to figure out what the trick is against this boss, so I need to just gather more resources. So being able to have the option of... When I lose life, I go back to a stage, and when I lose my continue, I go all the way back to the beginning of the level, which the levels aren't that long anyway. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, demoralizing to have to do that. Um, I kind of like that. You know what the trick is for the boss, Jordan? What? Tell me. Holy water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the fact that the holy water, or as the manual calls it, um, what does it call it? It calls it something different than the manual. It calls it firebomb. <laughs> does it really? It does. What? I think, again, just the the thing by Nintendo where they didn't want to like have anything like overtly religious. I think that was actually Konami of America I read. It wasn't Nintendo. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Yeah, Konami of America. Even like the thing that's very obviously a rosary. They just call it a cross. Yeah. But yeah, Firebomb. The Firebomb's like stun lock characters and you can, if you get a whole bunch of hearts, each heart we should probably mention that the hearts in this game do not give you health; they give you ammunition for your sub weapons, yeah. which is a little bit strange. But it's like the uh, the Captain Planet, the guy with the heart ring. It's it's it's, it's you have heart. Oh, no, yeah. okay,
0: gotcha. So. <laughs> If you have enough, <laughs> it gives you it gives you sense. more hearts yeah. and
1: confidence. You know, yeah, that's because your fire bombs are totally dependent on your confidence. If you don't have confidence, <laughs> a fire bomb will not work. But if you have a whole bunch of hearts and you're just constantly chucking fire bombs, you can stunlock the bosses and just completely kill them without ever having to fight them. You can stunlock everything. Yeah, that's true, everything. But you don't really want to waste <laughs> them on the little regular monsters.
0: But if you're getting every
1: candle, then you have more than enough hearts for everything. This is just a hilarious system. If you get every candle, then you will have a yeah. heart. There's also well, points, but you don't care about points. And sometimes there's chicken <laughs> in the wall.
0: <laughs> I think it was, it might've been the Wikipedia or it might've been like, I don't remember exactly where I went or I read it, but it, somebody was talking about you get hearts by extinguishing the candles and it's yeah. like, what you, you hit it with a whip. What do you mean? You extinguish the candle. It's a very,
1: um, Soft way, <laughs> I'm saying destroy the candles. Again, just another strange choice. You're yeah. in a creepy castle in the middle of the night, and you're putting out the candles. Yeah. Okay. All right. right. Interesting. Brave. Okay. Stupid. I don't know. One of well, those two.
0: Some, so the areas are are, are you, you got to have some like chandeliers or something lighting this, uh, this place? So maybe there's the candles. Some candelabras are, up in the yeah, ceiling.
1: Maybe you just can't see them. I don't know. It doesn't get darker when you put out the candles, so no. I guess you're right.
0: No. Yeah. They probably didn't have the lighting technology to really affect the the sprites differently. Yeah, in 1987. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Uh, Jordan, not just the holy water. Like, I specifically have, like... The weapons, specifically the holy water, but the weapons as a whole, I like them in this game. Now, the holy water is broken, and it's the one that you want most of the time. Yeah. But, like, the cross that works like a boomerang, you've got a stopwatch that freezes everything if you're having a hard time getting through a
1: section. Which inexplicably uses five hearts to do instead of just one. Well, if it was just one, it would probably be completely broken. Yeah, because so the firebombs aren't completely
0: broken. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. You got axes you can throw in an arc. You got daggers or swords that you can throw in a straight line. Yep. Um, There's a good variety of weapons here. Yeah. Um, And I like that it gives this game enough. uh, Like if you die, you lose your weapon. So it's like you want the holy water, but if you end up dead, you're not necessarily going to have it unless you're cheating and loading save states like some people may have done. Um, Yeah, the weapons added at a good variety to the gameplay here
1: yes you also always have your whip which you can upgrade into a morning star yeah and then you can upgrade it again to have it be a longer morning star yeah a longer vampire killer yes the whip is called vampire killer vampire slayer something like that so i think it's vampire killer um also known as buffy in some circles Uh, yeah you could say also known as an msx
0: game in some circles That's true.
1: They just took the name of the whip and used that as the title for the MSX game, which I honestly don't know what an MSX is. I don't think I've ever seen one in the wild. I'm not even sure that it exists. Uh, I think the only other thing that I know about the MSX is the original version of Metal Gear
0: I think is better on it than the NES version.
1: That sounds familiar. Also, there was a Japanese game show called MSX where you had to try to run through doors and you would hurt yourself. (laughs) Oh, that, that was MXC. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's confused. Speaking of Metal Gear, I got hit with
0: something weird. Apparently, Castlevania Lords of Shadow, which was like a reboot of Castlevania on like PS3, 360. Okay. Apparently, Hideo Kojima, Kojima Productions, had something to do with that game. And I was like, ah, that makes me want to play it a little more. The guy from Metal Gear worked on Castlevania. That makes me more intrigued. See? Although I'm not a big, admittedly, Kojima fan, like some people are. I'm just like, oh. That's cool because I like Metal Gear. So I'm like, well, no, I'll check this out.
1: See, there, there is some value in knowing who made the games yeah. because some yeah. people are better at it than others. Or whenever Kojima works on anything, he has to have his name on it like 78 times. Maybe that comes from the fact that they didn't let them put their names on games when he was Maybe. first getting into the industry.
0: That's funny. I think whenever we get to Metal Gear on this this show that that you'll you will notice how funny it is like the opening credits of a Metal Gear game how it's like written by Hideo uh, Kojima I can't talk produced by Kojima executive producer Kojima like it's characters by Kojima it's like he wow. put his, he
1: put his name in there a whole bunch of times in a really funny way and we thought that it was a little bit over the top that the the soundtrack composer for Streets of Rage had to put his name right on the menu screen. Maybe
0: that is, maybe there's something to that. Maybe it was just the state of the industry at the time where they really had to fight to put their name out there. Yeah. Or maybe he was like, I need to figure out a way to get out to nightclubs to DJ the soundtrack. So people need to know my name so that they will come to the
1: club to listen to my Gotcha. Soundtrack. For a second, I thought you were saying that Kojima was going to do oh, yeah. some DJing. Goodness. That would be interesting. Um, Anyways, uh, another thing I
0: have, Jordan, you kind of mentioned it, uh, the secrets, wall chicken. Yeah. So.
1: AKA it, pork chops. Yeah. AKA, AKA wall chops.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's, this game is hard, but there's, there's, you got some, some secret wall chicken, uh, I think once per level, maybe, um, to come to right. find out. I was like hitting every wall and I was like finding new secrets. Yeah,
1: once I watched you do that, then I started doing that and then the game got a little bit easier. It's like, oh, there's actual, like there is health in this game. Yeah,
0: so the wall chicken is cool um, because it gives you six bars of health, which that's certain. So the way that I was watching, like I watched a guide on like Castlevania walkthrough because I was like, I just, I don't, I got to Dracula, got insanely frustrated. Yeah. And was like, just let me go on YouTube, and figure this out. Uh, I'll post the link in the video description or whatever. What a podcast description. Um, but he was like showing me some new secrets in the video. And I was like, ooh. And he also told me that the first section of the game does two damage. Everything does two damage. Okay. The middle of the game, everything does three damage. The end of the game, everything does four damage. Everything. Everything. So from Dracula to the little like
1: eagle flying things to the. They're giant... actually just called eagles. Oh, okay. There's ravens and eagles. Okay. <laughs> we needed uh, two generic bird enemies that both did the same amount of damage and fly the same way. <laughs> so the wall chicken becomes less useful
0: at the end of the game, gives you six hearts or six not six hearts. No. Six bars Six bars of health back. Uh there's also That's not confusing at all. Right. There's also weapon upgrades to the number 2, the number 3, which allow you to throw more
1: weapons at the same time. Yes, you can throw three fire bombs instead of waiting for the yes. first one to despawn. Yeah.
0: And then there's uh like some hidden point items, which I guess points are just good for giving
1: you extra lives. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, Yeah. you do get uh, extra lives at certain points with the points.
0: Although in that video, I found out there's one place in the game where you can get a one-up. Oh. And it's like weird. You got to like walk into the wall for a few seconds or like some places you have to duck and it'll
1: like spawn like a little thing out of the ground. One-ups are a lot less compelling in this game because you have infinite continues.
0: Infinite continues, but a one-up is useful if you
1: don't want to play through the beginning of a level again. That's true. Which I, if you're playing on the NES version instead of playing on one of the retro collections, because those have save states.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, yeah, overall, the secrets I, I think are, are, are a
0: nice, I'm glad they're here. Yeah. Um, they very much make, make a game that it's like, it's just another layer that I think takes this game to an,
1: another level of like, oh, there are secrets in it, and yeah. that makes the game more enjoyable. That actually ties into my final point, which is that it leaves me wanting more. Mm. Like, I know that there's stuff in here that I haven't found yet, but also I tried out a little bit of Castlevania 2 and Mm 3, and I was like, man, I want to play more Castlevania after playing this game. 2 looked very different, and I need more time to, like, figure out what was going on there, but 3 seems like a more updated, polished, better, later in the console cycle version of 1, and I'm really interested to, like, play more of these games in the future for the podcast so uh yeah I, this game left me wanting more and that's that's a good thing i also might check out that netflix series yeah because now i know what a castlevania is <laughs> <laughs> yeah we uh this episode was almost castlevania too.
0: yeah um and then because i don't know it was just what, what i wanted
1: to do it's what i had in the collection um already and i had to buy a copy of castlevania well, see, this is the um, thing. I I had never played or seen a Castlevania, so I was like, I thought we were going to do the same thing where we played Streets of Rage, and that's three exactly first. where I was going for it. Why I
0: was, I was like, well, what do you want to play? Because now I have both, you know. And then you were like, I was, I just for the sake of it not being a Streets of Rage three thing again, yeah. where you don't know what the series
1: is because we started
0: too late. We were like, all right, for Jordan's sake, we'll start with Castlevania one.
1: I'm glad we did because yeah. it was it's a really good intro to the series. Yeah, yeah, it's.
0: It's, it's i'm glad we did two i'm glad we did two
1: no we played one yes as well oh, as, gotcha.
0: as well also two as well uh jordan that's all i have for what the game did well same yeah it was a, it's a uh, to put a bow on it there's please, there's please
1: say what i think you're gonna say
0: uh probably what do you think i'm gonna say because it's probably it's a five-letter word a uh, solid. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no. Okay.
0: Although maybe it is a solid game. Uh, th- this game, before I, you know, before we get into what the game doesn't do so well, there's something fun about it. Yes. And I, I, overall, I like it. I do have nostalgia for it. But there, this is still a game that, for its flaws, holds up and is fun. It's not an unplayable old school NES game. I agree. So. All right, let's move on to what the game doesn't do so well.
1: I think my first point comes nicely out of your last statement there, and that that is that this game has some quirks that make the game feel dated. This does not really feel like a timeless game. When you play this, you're yeah. definitely getting a product of 1987. Yeah. Um, something's like the stairs. The way that you use the stairs in this game <laughs> is mind-blowing. You have to be holding up if you're trying to go up the stairs or down if you're trying to go down the stairs, or you'll just fall right through them and die. Yeah. Yeah. What? Who came up with that? Yeah. I've never was, seen that ever in another
0: video game. I feel like the stares in this game led to a lot of me like I was okay. So I was getting back into Castlevania, getting acclimated to the game uh on stream yeah. this week. And um I was raging most of the time. You it wasn't that bad. You weren't raging. you weren't inside my head. Okay, all right. I was I was Fair. I was like just so frustrated and a lot of it had to do with the stairs of like, okay, there's the, the, some of the the ways that enemies will attack you or some of the ways that enemies are set up at the bottoms of, uh, of staircases or whatever, at top staircases, um, like maybe you wanna attack on the stairs and it's not always super easy to attack. You have to stop. You gotta stop to whip, right? Or yeah. like sometimes if you wanna try to whip quickly right when you get on the top of the stairs, you'll stay on the stairs and you'll throw an ability or whatever. Yeah. Or like your secondary weapon. Sometimes it's just not that like conducive to 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 doing what you want it to do. No, the stairs are real bad. Uh, and and that to me um you know i have the stairs written down as something the game didn't well didn't do well but for me and this this may or may not be people may or may not agree with this okay controls i don't think are something that the game does
1: particularly well um they're they're n- not even close to being the worst controls that we've no had. no
0: no and that's not what i'm saying
1: they're they're not great
0: Yes, but the comparison that was in my head, because I'm fresh off of you know playing through Mega Man 6 a bunch of times. Okay. So hard NES platformer. Yeah. I'm like, in Mega Man, it's a hard game, but I always feel like I'm in control of my character. Yeah. Um, I'm in control of my jumps. I can move in the air. I can, like, largely, there's a, and there's a lot of cheap enemy setups in Mega Man, but, like, I feel like Mega Man is way less, like, frustrating, Um Like, oh, I got knocked back off of a pit down through some stairs. And I feel like Castlevania lacks some of that tight controls where I feel like I'm always in control of my character or it's doing exactly what I want. You can't move in the air in this game. Yeah. When you jump, you're committed to jumping. And fine, it's a particular game design choice. Um, but I don't know if it's a very fun game design choice that I can't maneuver my character even a little bit, slow down the momentum, have more precision on my jumps. You're getting knocked back every single time you take damage
1: if you're not on stairs. It's a lot of knockback too, not, not a yeah. little
0: bit. Yeah, so a lot of the times you're getting knocked back into, into a pit. Surprise, surprise. Or like some of the times if you're trying to do it's particularly frustrating like the jumping slash controls like if you're trying to get onto a moving platform if you hit the edge of the platform like you know if you got like a toe like a like if you land like three pixels onto the platform it won't give you credit for landing on the platform oh you're dead yeah um and that happens it it just leads to like some frustration uh overall like another one of the things that i have is when I was fighting Dracula, there were certain times where my hits wouldn't register. Or when I was trying to hit Dracula in the head, I would hit A and B at the same time and he wouldn't whip in the air. And it's like, if you hit the A and B button, I think at the exact same time, it doesn't like register that you attacked. It's just jump. So you have to kind of like do like an AB thing um, instead of hitting them at at the exact same time. And it's just like a lot of the times in this game, I felt like some of the frustration came from the controls, um, that just stacked onto already difficult
1: traps and level design. Yep, totally agree. There's just a few things in here that make it feel kind of dated and make it feel a little bit clunky. Um, it's by no means is it like an insurmountable thing, no. but it's it's no. noticeable. Uh, and kind of piggybacking on
0: that, Jordan, um, I have a point that's just like this is a stereotypical NES hard game. Like when people say NES hard, it's like Castlevania is the perfect example of a game that is old school hard. There's like a lot of gotchas, uh, a lot of just like enemy placement that's going to be kind of screwing you over. Yeah. Um, it's almost just like one of those games where it is it is beatable, but it's like, man, it takes a lot to get through this one if you've never uh, never practiced at it. I mean, I don't think I ever... Probably beat the third level as a kid. Um, so, like, now it's like, yeah, I can brute force my way through it, but a lot of the times I'm like, I'm 30% into the level and I'm already, like, one hit away from dying or, like, you know, when it's everything's doing four damage or something, it's like, oh, my goodness, this is annoying. And then now I'm dead and I got to hit all these candles and get a new weapon and get my whip upgraded again. And
1: it, that... Yes, <laughs> For very much a first world problem. You, yeah. Hey, when I gotta upgrade my whipping, I gotta extinguish a bunch of candles again. Yeah, but yes, it's it it's
0: a little bit obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, again, like we beat this game. You were like, <laughs> you you were like, I beat my, I got, I finished my second playthrough. I haven't beaten Dracula yet, and I'm like, it sounds like you haven't even beaten your first playthrough, Jordan.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> so I went back. <laughs> I went back and I figured out the trick. Like I said, once you figure out the trick, holy it's water. not a big deal. Uh, you just have to have a lot of the fire bombs, aka holy water, to freeze the dude. And then even once I ran out of him, I was still able to beat him by just getting a few headshots Well, so they
0: give you like 12. Like it's like, Sometimes money bags drop out of those last candles at Dracula. Yeah, and I think it has to do with either like the frames or the number of seconds on the clock that oh, okay. like alter the drops a little bit or something. Something is. Something weird. And so, but that's enough. If you die right before Dracula, you're starting at the bottom of the stairs. They give you a cross and like you end up with like 10 to 13 hearts and there's holy water as well. Yeah. And, uh, that is enough to finish the last boss fight. It It, is. You
1: will. It it is. It is. But you will have a hard time. I, that's how I beat it. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. It wasn't easy. First try. No, no chance. (laughs) All right, speaking of all of this, I I have in here that the difficulty curve feels steep, and it, that was without knowing what you told us about the the 2, then 3, then 4 damage. Yeah. I feel like the fact that every single thing does 4 damage yeah. in the end yeah. is a little bit wild. Yeah. Like, maybe maybe don't do that.
0: Yeah, and not only does it do 4 damage, but apparently, not apparently, when you beat this game, it throws you back to the beginning and you're not on stage 18 anymore. You start the game on stage 19. So yeah. Everything continues to do four damage. And now, oh, the first level that was easy, we're putting bats everywhere that are like flying across the screen. It's like a much harder... I didn't get too far into it. No, me but neither. But it was like, man, this is rough. If I wanted to play this game on hard... I, and now I'm like, I wonder if it loops a third time and just keeps going. If you're like, level, no. let's, we're going to start There's you no. on level 37 and then go from there and everything does... So eight damage or, or something horrible. I, I wonder, I wonder, I didn't, think, I didn't do enough research to check it out, but.
1: No, I, I would hope not. Um, maybe, maybe if you're just a glutton for punishment and yeah, just endless loops of Castlevania.
0: No damage run. You just got to, everything kills you in one hit at some point.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, that sounds like an NES game. Yeah. Everything kills you in one hit. So <laughs> yep. at least you have a health yep. bar, even if your hearts don't add to your health bar. What else you got, Dan? Uh, the last thing I have is the bosses. Hey, that's the last thing I have, too. <laughs> uh,
0: now, the holy water breaks pretty much every boss fight,
1: but... Yeah, if you can get it. there. I think there might be some levels where you can't get the holy water. I think it's in every level. Okay. I think according to that walkthrough that I was watching, I think there is holy water in every level. All right. I definitely fought at least two or three bosses that I didn't have it. And yeah. like the first one, the bat, I just used the axes. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally yeah. easy kill. Um, when I fought the mummies, I didn't have it. And even with the dagger, which I think is the yeah. worst sub weapon, that was still a pretty easy fight. Like, I like that the the bosses are cool. They're all very different. Mm. But we don't really get to experience them fully because it's so tempting to just, like, firebomb them. Yeah. And um, since you can just spam the holy water over and over and over, I think that they, like, realized that that was a thing. And so they made the last, like, three bosses ridiculously hard. Yeah. Which makes you just want to spam them even more. Mm -hmm. So, like, the last three bosses, you have the Frankenstein and his little hunchback dude, Igor. You have, like, the Grim Reaper, who throws out a million flying scythe things. (laughs) It's four. It's too many. (laughs) You cannot dodge them. You can hit them with your whip, though. You have phase one. You can do it. Yeah, you can. You can. You have phase one and two of Dracula, who... You actually have to like, you can't just spam the holy water on the first phase. You have to wait to the second phase to spam the holy water. But I never even bothered trying to fight Frankenstein or the Grim Reaper the right way. Yeah. If there is a right way, because I was just like, oh, I'll just fire bomb him 10 times and then game's over. Yeah.
0: By the way, speaking of having hearts at the end of the game, Dracula shoots fireballs. You can actually, I think, farm um, some of his fireballs to get stuff, I think.
1: Yeah, you can, but so. at a certain point they stop dropping. I think once you really? have like 15 hearts, because you can chuck a firebomb or holy water and take out all three of his fireballs and then sometimes it'll drop yeah. three hearts and then eventually they just stop dropping hearts. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't try it. Well, that's what, that was my strategy against him, is I would throw oh. the firebomb which would wipe out his three uh, fireballs and then I could whip him in the head and you gotta do that like 20 times that sounds like a mess you should have just so i had it the like real way i had like 35 hearts i used 15 or 20 of them i think i used about 20 of them to kill uh dracula phase one and then in dracula phase two i only had 15 firebombs left which got him down to like four bars remaining and so then i had to get four headshots with the whip ah, yeah interesting
0: okay yeah you did that very differently and it sounds like it was way harder for you than it was for me
1: it was fine i did it it just took me a lot of tries. I mean, it took me a lot of tries, but I didn't use any abilities on Dracula phase one. You were just jumping, jumping over, the over the fireballs and whipping, and whipping him in the, the head. But like, it's times. such you have like one frame to yeah. like to jump over the fireball and hit him in the head. So I ended it's up it's not one frame, it's very short. It's, it's a,
0: and sometimes it doesn't register, which was like extra infuriating in an already infuriating boss fight where it's yeah. like, okay, well, now you're not even giving me the damage that I'm doing. I literally. The whip is literally touching his head right now. He's on well, the screen. Yes, he's I'm solid.
1: The whip is touching his head. He goes, it's, he's only, you know, vincible for a few frames. You
0: can get two hits on him if you're in the right position at the right time. Like when he first spawns, you can jump and hit him in the head before he shoots fireballs, and then you can jump and do it again. So if you're perfectly positioned, you can do two damage on Dracula nice. around that way. But anyway, yeah, overall, aren't great. Yeah, the bosses to me, while it's, I mean, they're not like anything that's unbeatable, but I just
1: didn't have fun with the boss fights. No, me neither. Um, They could have been good. Yeah. It was just a missed opportunity.
0: Yeah. It's just, they feel chaotic and they feel like I kind of don't know what this is doing. Good thing. The Holy water exists the way that it does. So I can just stun lock this boss and be done with it. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like the 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 characters that they chose. Like, that's cool, but I didn't like the, their behavior.
1: One other thing about the bosses that is another bad thing is the fact that the Holy Water is so strong against the bosses made me not want to pick up any of the other secondary yep. weapons, mm-hmm. which made me miss out on some cool stuff. Like, I'm yeah. sure there's lots of cool stuff you can do in the game with the axes and the, the stopwatch thing, but I always, like didn't want to pick them up and i would just let them disappear because i was like no i don't want to lose my op weapon
0: yeah this game pushed me to a point where i was just like completely spamming save states all the time um like i get knocked into a pit nope i'm just loading the save state every time i got to like a new stage of the level yeah i was like save and then if i lose holy water i'm i'm just reloading, reloading which reloading.
1: really just turns this game into a modern indie game like so, <laughs> like you think about like a game like yeah. celeste where you die on a screen you come back to life on that yeah. screen so all you're doing is modernizing a game that could use a little bit of modernization That's, yeah it's true
0: it's true
1: i do like that the collection doesn't have rewind yeah because i think save states are one thing um and i use them a little bit more responsibly whereas with rewind <laughs> rewind is just too tempting. Like to go back and redo two seconds of, a, of yeah. a thing instead of learning the patterns and learning all of the different stuff. So I like that they have save states, but I also like that they don't have rewind. Same reason why I like the retron. You have save states if you need them, but you don't have rewind. Yeah. Fast
0: forward though.
1: You what want, is that? Fast forward. Oh, just to play in like super yeah, speed. You want to play Castlevania 10 X speed. Oh yeah. because <laughs> There you go. That's one way to make it a lot harder.
0: Um, yeah, I think part of me, like, that's why, you know, I I mentioned like, I'm going to beat Castlevania without dying. Like that's, I think that's part of the appeal about doing something like that to me is like, I'm going to learn the game. I'm going to force myself to not abuse something like save states. I'm going to practice it. I'm going to get good at it. I'm going to actually master the game. And I think maybe that's the reason why I, I, um, think that that is, I think that doing that is something that makes me appreciate and appreciate retro games a little bit more yep i agree i am all out of things that the game doesn't do so well jordan me too all right let's move on to the rest of our show okay
1: Again, this is another one of those tricky ones because I bought the collection with a whole <laughs> bunch of games and I got it on sale for like six bucks or five bucks or something. Yeah. And I had some gold points. So I think it ended up being like $4.93. Oh. So um, that definitely does, like, you know, make it harder. I'm going to put that aside because I feel like that this isn't a game that, like, I feel like I would come back to a ton because there's so many other Castlevania games that I'm interested in like checking out. And as a person who's not a collector, I don't, you know, like, why would I go back and play one when three looks like the same gameplay but better? Yeah. So, but there's a caveat. The cartridge and the art looks really cool. Yeah. So it's a cool game that I wouldn't mind playing and the cartridge looks cool. I could see myself paying like, six bucks for this whoa yeah which is which you might be saying like that's not very much i paid five dollars for like 10 games or something yeah. and i'm saying this one alone i would pay six so get off my back people
0: <laughs> uh as i'm tuning into my gut here I'm thinking what would i pay for how do i feel about this there's a lot of frustration although yesterday when i was like playing it a second time I was like, oh, okay, now that I'm like acclimated, you know, I've slept on, uh, you know, I played Castlevania, had a bad time with it, uh, slept on it, integrated some of the the things into my brain. My brain finally filed away yeah. the Castlevania stuff. Okay, as I so I was replaying levels and I'm like, okay, yeah, this isn't this isn't as enraging as it was yesterday when I was like acclimating to it. But then I got to Dracula and I was still just like so. Over it when I beat him. Yeah. Um, So as I'm sitting here going, what would I, how do I feel about Castlevania? Like I said, it's a fun game. Yeah. Um, I do have some nostalgia for it. I think a lot of retro gamers do. Uh, $12 is kind of how I'm feeling. Yeah. Uh, I feel very conflicted because of how frustrating the game was. But as I explore it further and like come to grips with a lot of its quirks, yeah. um, I feel like it's less frustrating. So I feel like that's a fair, like, more long term price of playing castlevania
1: yeah i you know i that's not unreasonable i played through this game two times and i like i'm still not like burnt out on it like i could go back and play it yeah. again and it's a short game which yeah. means that, like if you need to play it through two or three times to get the hang of it and like you can yeah so yeah i i don't think that's totally unreasonable
0: yeah yeah uh what do you think the internet is paying on this one jordan what price <sighs>
1: charting got this one at i feel like I don't know if it like has definitely gotten like a boost in popularity because the Netflix thing, like I've seen people wearing Castlevania t-shirts and stuff, which I can't say I've ever seen any other time in my life. So I'm going to guess that this is a little bit more, but I don't know if like having them in the collections reduces the value of the physical games or does that increase it? I have no idea. I think so it depends. Like, yeah.
0: Sometimes it de- I, I don't know if one affects the other really.
1: No. Okay. I feel like it's different kind of people. I'm a digital collections yeah. kind of person and I'm not a collector. So right. you're probably right. They, there are people who need to have every version of something though and have multiple things. So that's like true. you who have the digital collection and the physical one, I'm going to say that people are paying $24 for this. Okay.
0: If we would have done this podcast a while ago, you've
1: been right. Um, oh no. But you're not right anymore. Okay. J- 20- now Jordan,
0: no, okay. I'll give you a second guess.
1: 2021 prices. Oh, okay. So Think everything has doubled in the last year. I going to say $48. <laughs> it's not that bad. Okay. That's good.
0: Not not for the North American version.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: no, Jordan. Internet's paying about $31 currently as we're recording this one. Like, it's not insane. No, it's not insane. But it's still half of a modern yeah.
1: AAA game. I feel like about two years ago,
0: year and a half ago, Castlevania was sitting in the mid 20s, and now it's, you know, in the lower 30s. So. It's it, I think it's common enough that it's not insanely priced. Yeah. But it's one of those like if you're compiling a list of NES games, you should probably play for somebody. You know,
1: you got yeah. a friend who's like,
0: what are the NES games or would you
1: recommend? You're probably going to put Castlevania on there. I think I saw in 2006 Nintendo Power or somebody ranked yeah. it as the 23rd best NES game.
0: <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll it's, see. It's up there. People. It probably people is get.
1: up there for sure. Um. Because NES has a lot of bad games on it. That's true. There's a lot of good games too yeah. though. Well. We've covered a few of them. Not nearly as many. No, yeah. I mean, that's fair. There's always <laughs> there's always more of the bad stuff than the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. It is. Unless it's the virtual boy where everything is good. Oh, that's why it did so well. <laughs> I forgot about its great success.
0: Goodness. Uh yeah, thirty one bucks. What do you think the pal tax is on this one, Jordan? uh 62 62 no it's not that bad you, oh
1: i'm you just doubling c- everything
0: yeah you were closer with the, the 48 the ga- that's close 44 is the pal tax on this one okay that's pretty bad yeah that's pretty that's that's that's, that's a lot for castlevania 50 percent increase yeah um i feel a little like i only want i kind of want to throw up a little bit thinking about paying 44 dollars for this game <laughs> yeah that's too much way too much uh, yeah, so I said twelve. You said six. So we gotta call this one worthle- worthless. Uh, Unfortunately,
1: yeah. I'd say the caveat is there is an awesome collection. Yeah, it's twenty dollars usually. I got it on sale for five. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that will happen frequently, but I'd say add it to your wish list if you're interested and get that email when it goes on sale, or just drop twenty bucks because there's a lot of games in here.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think, man, 31, like for me, worthless. If you have nostalgia for it, I feel like if you can get a deal on it in the 20s, you're probably going to be doing well. If you don't know anything about Castlevania and you're like, should I play that? Should I pick it up? 31 bucks? No, not at 31. I don't think so. You know, you would have to be the kind of person who would never played Castlevania and you're really hardcore about playing on original hardware. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I can't recommend paying
1: $31 for Castlevania. Now, Dan, you didn't notice any input lag on the digital version, did you? No.
0: On the NES version, it, it played great on the Switch in portable mode. There was about a two second delay no. between my inputs. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> two seconds. Now you keep you keep throwing stones at me about saying, the input lag because I, I mentioned it again. Somebody said t- was talking about Shining Force One and Two. Yeah. And I made a joke about the input lag, and now you won't leave me alone about it. But it's specifically on the Sega Genesis collection on Switch. I was just that asking. is the only place that I have noticed input lag like that. Dan, I would I Switch. would
1: never mock you. I just wanted you to share your vast wealth of knowledge with the people. <laughs>
0: I saw, now, Jordan, unrelated, but related kind of, not really. I saw today in the Discord, you dropped a link about, and you liked the headline about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remastered
1: coming out on Switch. I liked that Surprisingly solid. Yeah, they said it was surprisingly (laughs) solid, which is uh, just, you know, an interesting collection of adjectives.
0: Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly solid because it's the Nintendo Switch version.
1: They were what saying, could that possibly mean? Did Jordan? you you didn't read the? No, I didn't. I just, they were saying that it it runs at a rock solid thirty frames per second. Thirty frames.
0: goodness. All right, which is fine on the Switch, is it though? Dan, uh, well, yes. I guess okay. It is. Let me. It let me, is. It's totally fine. Let There's me nothing. Clarify wrong with why I'm j- laughing about that is because I think on PS4 and Xbox one, it runs at a significantly higher frame rate.
1: And so part of why that is, we're having
0: an intervention here. Part of why that's significant, Jordan, let me finish what I'm saying is because when Tony Hawk pro skater one and two remastered came out, I was used to playing Tony Hawk HD on the PS three. Okay. And then after I played through the PS4 version and then I tried to play Tony Hawk HD again, Tony Hawk HD was almost unplayable, and I think that that game runs around 30 frames. Almost so that's unplayable. Why. It, w- it literally was like, this game is feels so bad to me after playing the new one. So that's that, why I'm harping on the performance on the Switch in this
1: particular case. The vast majority of people cannot tell the difference or do not care. Should just play it on the platform. You are in the minority. <laughs> Same with the... <laughs> imperceptible amount of input lag that it's, it's not may or may not exist on certain digital ports of it's not retro imperceptible games. you just have to adjust your brain to it this is okay for a normal human being who doesn't play on a, <laughs> you, a oh, on a gaming monitor and all that stuff we don't notice those things we're just playing games for fun and having Jordan I'm telling you it's just that collection I didn't even have a, have a problem with the Konami collection you on it you just said that Tony Hawk 4 HD or whatever was unplayable cuz it was 30 frames per second
0: after playing something that is a, a different game that's so much more polished and running at a higher frame rate. I then just, you go, oh I man, this game it. doesn't look as... Never mind. It doesn't matter. Listen, it doesn't matter. People spend billions
1: right. of dollars every year to sit in a movie theater and watch a movie shot at 23.9 frames per second. And that's so different. You're telling me that movies are unwatchable?
0: I'm not telling you movies are unwatchable and it's it's not a visual thing. It's a feel. It's like a, the screen responds when I push the button feel thing. I'm out. And at a certain... Uh, your brain doesn't notice it at a certain um, gap. I think it's like below fifteen milliseconds or something. It's imperceptible, but above that, it starts to become
1: more noticeable. When the- fifteen milliseconds, so you mean thirty frames per second? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I have no idea. Yeah. You're making me do math. This yeah. is the thing. Yeah, I don't. We, think spent that's how the that works. V- we spent half of our lives playing games that were not at sixty frames per second. More than half of our lives. So. I Whatever, think we'll man. Be okay. We'll Whatever. survive. Anyway, All
0: right. Castlevania. I'd killed your trivia. I put you a. did. Wood, I put a wooden stake through its heart. Right through. Garlic it. in its mouth. Yep. Silver S- bullet right through that werewolf. So we got we, bounty. We got a. We got a bounty. We don't have a bounty. We don't have a bounty winner for Secudunus. We're still recording this episode in the throes of Sega Uh but we get so. We don't have anything really cute. So I was, as you came over today, it was like, "What is uh, what, what's July? Do we have anything cute?" No. Let's do it. You want a pun? Well, I wanted to. Normally, I try to theme these things. Yeah. And I was just coming up short. Yeah. And so we played. Um, it was like, "What's the next game?" We don't know. We haven't decided yet. Oh, let's maybe uh, Konami. Is Konami a thing? Konami is a thing. And it's, July. it's a great theme for a month. It's July, so we decided we're going to do Julami. J- Jalami, it is. <laughs> you heard it here. The point being, we don't have anything. We didn't have like a. I don't know. We're giving away a, an eShop twenty dollars eShop North American code,
1: which um, appropriately is the amount of eShop money that you would need to buy either the Contra or Castlevania yeah, collection. So that's a great. G- that's a great yeah. gift. Yeah.
0: So you just have to let us know what your favorite Konami game
1: is. What is your favorite Konami game? You're going to send us a direct message on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. You can also direct message Dan or I on Discord. Or you can send us an email at... Worth it or worthless podcast at gmail.com. You can find our social media at WIOWPodcast. All you have to do is send us a direct message, an email, or a message on Discord and let us know what is your favorite Konami game and you will be entered into the bounty hunt for the month. Yeah. And uh, if you want to earn additional bounty entries, as always, you can jump in our Discord server and participate in the conversation. Don't forget, those bonus entries you earn on Discord do not count unless you send Mm -hmm. us an actual direct message entry so we can make sure that we're giving the prize to somebody who wants it. Yep. So if you want to enter, that's all you got to do and you could get yourself $20 in... Uh, what did we say eShop 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 code and switch North yeah, American for the switch rules which is the greatest in terms
0: system. in the description thing a rules.
1: surprisingly solid system yes 20 bucks you don't so. have to spend it on Konami games but you could if you wanted to yeah
0: yeah um next game Jordan next S- game super C yeah going super back to C, Contra yeah, so. this is,
1: again is a game I've never played or even seen before yeah I've been I've been looking forward to this game for a
0: while. Really? It was like, when am I going to slot Super C into the show? Um, Cause it's like, I was, I can't remember. It's probably like a year and a half, almost two years ago at this point where I was like, I just sat down and played some Super C for whatever reason it was. And nice. I was like, I want to cover this on the show, but we try to space things out. We try not to, to stack too many consoles or franchises like too close to each other. Yeah. Um, so it was like, when is it the right time to do Contra? And so
1: now is the right time in Jalami. It feels <laughs> it feels right. It's July. I'm eating some salami. Let's play some Konami <laughs> games.
0: <laughs> nothing nothing says retro gaming like salami and Konami.
1: Yeah, we were coming up with the the bounty <laughs> prize. and We're like, should we give everybody $20 on the eShop or just a real big summer sausage? It was going to be one of those two. We went with the eShop code. Right,
0: right. Oh, man. Uh, All right, Jordan, do we have anything else before we uh, derail this train any further? I think that's going to do it for me. All right. For our music segment today, Jordan, we got Castlevania music.
1: Oh, that's very appropriate. And you got a lot of great ones to choose from. Yeah, it's
0: a Castlevania track called Hunter by Megaflare. And it's just a nice little Castlevania cover. I'm excited. Yeah, it's like a chiptune, like, not quite remix, kind of remix thing. So.
1: Sounds great. Yeah. (laughs) I hope you guys enjoy it. And we will see you guys next time. All right. Have a great week. Have a great Jalami. Bye. Bye.